everyone, Zach Dixon here, and welcome back to our 27th episode of Animalators, curious conversations from the world of animation. Today on the show, we have Luca and Elenia, founders of their studio Illo in Turin, Italy. Their team has done some incredible work over their short four years in business, working with amazing clients such as Bloomberg and the Italian Football League. Illo has developed a self-driving video bot they named Algo, an automated video engine that generates videos based on live data. Algo has been featured across the web on sites like Product Hunt and Adweek, and it is truly incredible. Today we'll talk about how Illo was formed, talk about team dynamics and, and fun ways that Luca and Lania craft their company culture, and get into some details behind the inner workings of Algo. I'm excited to get into all of this and more on this week's episode of Animalators. Well, I'm so excited to have Luca and Elenia on Animalators today. Um, we had the incredible privilege, or I had the incredible privilege to meet you guys in Barcelona at Off yeah. Fest this yeah. past summer, uh, which was which was so great. And um, ever since, I was like, we we have to get these guys on on the show. And and I had seen your work previously. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, all the way in in Turin, Italy. So crazy. Well, let's let's jump right into it. I'd love to hear uh, first just kind of um, how you guys met and and how you guys formed Illo, your studio. Yeah, so oh, we met uh, when we were eighteen. Uh, just uh, we were friends and friends, and we are a couple in our lives. So this is the romantic part of the story. <laughs> but uh, like we met uh, as uh, partners of a company in uh, 2012, so four years and a half ago. And uh, yeah, we founded our company in 2012 after one year of uh, freelancing. Now we are uh, ten in our studio, and uh, yeah, it's doing pretty well. Oh wow! So what did you guys study at at school? I at the beginning, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is always happen when, we, when you're a couple. Like, you, you want to speak. No, you first. No, you first. <laughs> no, I, I studied, um, like, communication uh, in the first three years of university. And, and then uh, I, I, I moved to, to Paris because Elenia was, was moving to Paris. And, and, and basically, we, uh, I worked there. Um, as a, um, in an advertising agency, in a big advertising agency. I was an account person, so nothing fancy, nothing creative. Uh, oh, but wow. yeah, basically. <laughs> and, and, and then after that, basically, uh, also with, with Ile, uh, I, I, I moved into studying cinema and media engineering, which is a strange title for a strange course yeah. uh, happening here in Turin. Uh, but it's it's pretty nice. There, there's not so much cinema, but there's a lot of engineering, and this el- helped us a lot also in 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 the upcoming years to 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 have a, um, an engineering approach to 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 stuff. Uh, of course, like we started learning a bit of After Effects there, but was just like video copilot uh, explosions, uh, <laughs> and and then so we, we we had to develop a little bit uh, our. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, our design skills. Yeah, so exactly. eventually, we also opened Illustrator after like uh, a few years in uh, in the school, uh, just doing uh, video copilot uh, tutorials. 
yeah, so I, I think that design was uh, uh, the, the things that uh, really uh, enabled us to uh, become freelancer, like to have uh, to being paid for doing videos that uh, now sounds normal, but at the beginning it's uh, something really incredible. So yeah, and uh, yeah. So since the first uh, uh, jobs we did uh, when we were still studying, uh, we we tried to invest a lot uh, on uh, on our design skill and on our uh, even animation skill, and we tried to. Um, uh, focus on startups so we mm. couldn't understand why so many companies uh, decided to invest so little time money and effort in the visual aspects so we tried positioning ourselves uh, in a low budget at the time crazy timeline at the time but i think sometimes uh, it happens uh, <laughs> still right now but maybe the budget is a little bit higher and timeline are, uh, when we yeah uh, now we work on like four to six weeks timelines uh, while uh, our first video was done in 12 hours and it was a 60 seconds wow. video <laughs> but uh, yeah are you kidding <laughs> me that's we, crazy <laughs> Yeah, but we, yeah, we always wanted that uh, everything in the video looked beautiful, and uh, beautiful mean a lot of different things uh, throughout the years. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a, a really important thing for us. And at the time when when we started, like five years ago, uh, you had a lot of motion design that was uh, like the sticky figures uh, saying uh, "Meet John." John is, uh, uh, you know. So <laughs> yes. uh, I think, yeah. yeah, it was the good, uh, the, the the bad kind of motion design. So we tried to uh, say, okay, let's do some uh, some good motion design. And if you hear strange sound from my mic, is a pinguino that is wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Um, what we, what we've, I mean, man, there's, there's so much to unpack here. Cause you guys, um, not only do you have kind of this great illustrative style and, and, and heavy kind of design background, but you also do a lot of, a lot of development. Um, and, and there's also algo, which is something that we'll get to he here in a little bit. But, um, I guess first in, in kind of this process, when did you realize that, um, you kind of wanted to take it beyond the two of yourselves and form a full out studio like what was that process like kind of bringing on your your first employee okay yeah so um yeah it, it was a, a pretty tricky tricky time basically um because of course it, it's especially being a couple it's pretty different it's pretty difficult to uh, to start having other people to to join uh oh, yeah. you're at the time we were just a uh, a really small apartment which was our apartment uh, and and so basically <laughs> and it was at, on the first floor on the fourth floor and without doorbell so the, the, the no elevator and no door phone yeah. so it was really nice. impossible to have dinner <laughs> with friends <laughs> yeah that, that, that is pr pretty crazy the, the combination of the of no elevator and, and no door phone but yeah basically <laughs> the first person that we hired was uh, Matteo which is still uh, working with us uh, it's an uh, important member of the team today and basically we we, we are him uh, animator maestro yeah oh all right <laughs> <laughs> And basically, yeah, it, it was also um, studying uh, cinema and engineering with us, um, not in our class, but uh, still in the same. We, we knew it from from university, and we had uh, we we had a need uh, at the time um, 
concerning uh, uh, some development and so we we, we work uh, we we hired him for that and also uh, he, he was very interested in, in animation so he moved into that and and so basically that we were putting the, the basis the first basis to maybe also uh, our uh, what what algo is, is today because of course uh, uh, wow. having a developer on the team was was pretty important to uh, to make it happen uh, in in the years uh, in the following years yeah so that's that's so interesting so that was on your radar right at the beginning do do either of you have um kind of a development background like coding and, and program development yeah uh, both of us me and luca have some uh, uh computer coding experiences my first uh, paid job uh, that was not an internship uh, was as interaction designer so I used to okay. code uh, in action scripts that was the uh, code language uh, uh, behind Flash so yeah, yeah. as I told you Flash was uh, my first experience uh, in animation and uh, yeah so we have some background we are able to read uh, now uh, most of our code probably we are not uh, the uh, most uh, fast person in writing code right now so we are like we are able to understand uh, not really to to write well, right now. is not very but, efficient probably but yeah. still <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sometimes we try so we still use uh, expressions in after effects and yeah. even in illustrator sometimes we use uh, scripts so we still have some these uh, uh, engineering uh, backbone uh, in, in in our work yeah, so it sounds like that was kind of on your radar, you know, that you, your, I don't know, your first hire had some some coding background, and you said that you you actually needed him for a project. Um, so this might be a good good time to kind of transition into Algo, because I guess that's kind of the the very beginning of that. So wh where did that need first kind of arise that that you needed to kind of bring on more help for for that coding side of things? Yeah, actually, the, the first project uh, we worked on with Matteo wasn't at all something so 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 cool. It was a, a, a pretty standard uh, uh, coding uh, website or something yeah, like that. It was like know. a landing page for startups. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember exactly. But yeah, it's true. Like um, we, we we knew that we wanted to have this uh, this this uh, this aspect in in our team and uh, and 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 so and and probably yet yeah, the idea of of uh, um, making live data talk to to videos didn't. didn't then came to us from like on, on a morning uh, uh, of, of one day, but it just naturally we, we we started thinking about what we could we could do in in that area, and so we, and especially in, uh, like automating some simple step in in our process, and then we yeah. uh, eventually developed it further until what it is today. But yeah, it was yeah. Really a consequential process. <laughs> Before yeah, before we get into it, let's let's uh, let's back up a little bit. So, for anyone who doesn't know what Algo is, could you just kind of sum it up? Uh, what does it do? Um, yeah, let, let's start there. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So basically, Algo is a, a way, um, a, a sort of a, of a platform that we, that we built, in allowing us to um, incorporate live data into our animations. Um, so it's sort of a yeah a way we we, we we ironically we say that it's a way for us to create self-driving videos, <laughs> and it's uh, of course uh, uh, like uh, an ironic uh, word to describe those. But basically, um, it, it's a way for us to create campaigns based on on templates, and and those templates are After Effects templates uh, uh, that leave uh, that we put in the cloud in, in in our infrastructure, and this allows us to create maybe one video. 
for uh, each medal of the Olympics uh, when there is one during the Olympics and so um, you, you as a client you can have uh, a coverage of the world uh, Olympics uh, by having a motion graphics video coming out uh, instantly like in a couple of minutes after a medal is won uh, wow. because we we did of course like the, the manual and animation job before and and then in, instead we just made the machine do the the hard work of of, of customization and, and and rendering of, of the video wow that that's yeah, fascinating so, yeah we are work, working with templates but yeah as lucas said uh, we really put uh, a lot of effort uh, in uh, design and animating them uh, as we do with uh, every other videos we do uh, like uh, traditionally so uh, mm -hmm. with uh, in the traditional way uh, so yeah for us it's really important that uh, algo it's something different from the do it uh, your video in five minutes uh, so it's, yeah something like that we don't want something... we, we don't want to fulfill the internet with garbage videos absolutely for anyone who hasn't hasn't like heard of this or seen this i i would encourage you right now go to illo.tv um i don't know go check out the the olympics metal tracker data-driven videos i mean i mean they're beautiful they're so so wonderfully designed um they're they're just so well thought out and they're there's their simplicity yeah i just was i was blown away um by just kind of Thanks. yeah i've never seen anything like this it's almost it's almost like a like an artificial intelligent like animator almost that obviously you guys have have put a ton of time into programming and designing wonderful templates and different color palettes and and, and all that and illustrations all that kind of thing um so i imagine this wasn't developed overnight like it wasn't like oh you got this idea for a project is this been has this been coming for a long time have you have you had multiple iterations of this uh, like probably not overnight uh, probably over uh, uh, one year and a half two years okay maybe wow. now. yeah so yeah we started with uh, uh, like uh, um, a trial project uh, that we brought to south by southwest we had like a okay. small put uh, over there yeah so yeah but the first uh, commercial project was about sport uh, we are still now delivering uh, uh, videos every weekend for the official football league here in italy that is a thing here oh, in wow. italy and oh, then that's uh, yeah. cool. football is super yeah. important here <laughs> yeah so the brief was uh, uh let's do some videos uh, every sunday in real time like uh uh, you have one minute to have the video live uh, after the uh, uh, you know, <laughs> penalty or uh, a big fact happened in the, in the in the pitch, and so we had to develop this uh, this project yeah, so to to it, be it able was, to. It was either a nightmare or we, we we could sort something out of it. So we 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 really needed to to find a way to to make it work on on its own. Yeah, so right now, look at how many videos ah. we produce uh, every weekend. I think like more than 100 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, around one, 100 videos per weekend for wow. that specific project. Yeah. So I'm very curious from like an animator's perspective, did you guys develop like a, a plugin like that exists in After Effects that you kind of uh, work from to communicate with Algo? Like as an animator sitting down to work on a, on a new project in Algo, how does something like that work? Yeah, it's it's not exactly a plugin. It's um, it's really uh, like a cloud infrastructure, and and of course you have to follow some rules. You, when, when 
we usually the process is we do, we do the, the 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 normal video so we we, we do the standard uh, design and animation and then we we make it um, we engineer it so so that it can speak with with the data coming in uh, and so that has a lot a, a lot to do with uh, with expressions of course because uh, you can you can really animate things differently to to have the same result in in, in the video but but the way you do it uh, if it's more scalable uh, it's it's going to be uh, much more easier uh, much easier for for the, for, for the uh, for the platform to to do it so basically a lot of work is done with expressions then there's um, an external script that it's basically written in the same language uh, with which you can write scripts for for, for after effects so plugins and, and other other uh, scripts and then of course all of these goes on on the server where we run the actual after effects so it's a it's a windows server unfortunately we are we are very mac, a, a very mac studio so <laughs> like it, it, it is a, a little bit of a <laughs> of something ironic probably uh, but yeah it's um yeah and, and so at that point basically there's like a um a, a sort of a um yeah of an uh, a software that, that we write each time, and it's a little bit different in in each pro project that, that basically gathers the, the the data from from the the, the specific source, uh, and then pass pass the data to to After Effects, and then After Effects just opens the file. You, you can even launch it with 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 the interface. We usually don't run it with the interface, but you can even launch it with the interface, and you will see just in like a. a a couple of seconds, all the project being customized super fast. So there's like a, a an inner animator doing the work uh, instead of you, and and basically closes the projects, and then the, the the new project that is being customized gets rendered. So of course the process there is a little bit longer, uh, but yeah, all of that happens in a couple of minutes in the end. Yeah, even less. Yeah, and from a design point of view, so a conception point of. View, uh, designing or doing a storyboard for an algo video is uh, uh, like uh, a little bit in between doing uh, a traditional motion video and doing uh, a uh, you know a user experience uh, a user interface for an app because of course uh, in a standard video you have uh, a linear storyboard while in an algo video uh, you can have different paths in function of the different data and so, of course, you have to consider different uh, aspects. Uh, uh, maybe if you are going to have a super big data or a super small data, for example, for the Olympics, uh, we had the problem that uh, Arabic athletes uh, had super long names or even like uh, athletes from South America, while Chinese uh, athletes uh, have like uh, uh, names of uh, two letters. And so they should look good uh, in both ways. So we have to arrange these things that uh, is something that you usually do in uh, um, uh, UI design. And uh, another interesting thing uh, and that we usually uh, customize colors in this project. So every video usually has a different color. And uh, for the Olympic projects, uh, we uh, um, like we defined manually uh, more than 200 uh, uh, color palette for each video and then uh, the algo platform was selecting uh, the, the color palette in function of the country that just won the medal uh, 
so I don't know if US uh, won the medal uh, you're going to have uh, a more uh, red and blue and white uh, uh, video otherwise for Italy it will be more red white and green uh, etc and uh, yeah it was really challenging because uh, our design uh, process started uh, in uh, Excel because uh, we had all the countries oh, wow. on the long list of country and then we choose uh, the colors for uh, uh, each uh, of those countries but yeah it was challenging but uh, in the end the, the result was uh, was very good from a visual point of view so how how many of your uh, team members right now are are full-time coders do you do you have any um, people that just just work on development uh, no one is actually full-time coding. Basically, uh, there's it's still based on on Matteo uh, and 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 me and Nilenia basically okay. uh, at the moment. Wow. And actually, we are we are going to hire uh, somebody soon to to, to become a, an additional person person working on Algo full time. Okay. So, uh, yeah, maybe if some if somebody pretty good with expressions is listening to the podcast, just just reach out to us, and, and of course uh, we'll uh, we'll be happy to to hear about them. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, that would be so fun, so fun to work on. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious, what is the? Do you have any like kind of future plans? Like, are you working? Do you have like a feature list um, of like things you want to add to Algo as you move forward? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We have we have like uh, ideas uh, every day to something that we we want to add, of course. And then that, that's why we, we were trying to to make the team bigger on on that side as well because we yeah. we really need a hand with that. But at the same time, uh, it's also uh, about, of course, finding client finding clients and and and, and projects uh, that are sure. interesting. And uh, of course, yeah. Algo maybe is also on a, on the higher end of of our pricing. So uh, for the moment, we work more with the bigger. Clients uh, on that aspect. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, we definitely have a lot of uh, things yeah, that we, we would like. We have a, a pretty crowd uh, uh, to do list uh, from a technical point of view, but I think that uh, even from a uh, more artistical point of view, oh, we have uh, some uh, uh, to do. Uh, for example, until now, we it worked for the financial data with uh, data with Bloomberg, uh, or maybe for sport, for the Olympics, uh, or for the football league, as I said. But uh, we'd like to bring Algo, uh, of course, uh, bringing on these projects and continuing with the live data. Uh, but also, for example, we'd like to start uh, a studio project. I don't know that uh, in the future where we are really going to be able to do this. But for example, we'd like to uh, relate. Uh, more uh, uh, fluid data like uh, uh, data for from the earthquake we are having uh, in these days yeah. uh, in Italy yeah, yeah. Uh, with some uh, uh, visuals so um, like uh, less uh, numeric oriented uh, data and more uh, shapes uh, and feelings uh, coming hmm. from the data yeah so developing it also from an artistic point of view and not, not just technical point of view absolutely yeah no that and that's very interesting do you because i guess like right now like the backbone of, of algo is like you have to have some kind of data driving it rather than um and i guess very like numbers driven um data specifically to kind of plug into a lot of these things do you have plans to take things in a i don't know is it even possible to take things in a bit more of like a narrative a bit more illustrative direction 
Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I think that we, of course, when you have uh, the numbers are just uh, an input, but they can be an input for colors, for shapes, for animations, for, for easing. So, mm. yeah, we wow. have uh, a lot to discover. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. Let's see. So, I mean, you, you've got a, a team of, of kind of considerable, considerable size now, especially for how young of a studio you guys are, nine, ten people. I mean, um, I don't know, could you tell me a little bit about that growth and how that growth has happened um, over the last few years? Uh, yeah, uh, so we started by like, the two of us, and I think that Matteo joined us uh, just after uh, a few months after we founded the, the company. So, yeah, I think that like uh, three person per year is uh, almost our oh, average. Wow. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, maybe we had the chance even to grow more, but we wanted to be sure that uh, every time a team member joined the team uh, it would be uh, part of the team uh, and uh, had the chance to know everyone very well and uh, be able to understand the process so we didn't want to have like uh, let's take uh, five interns uh, and uh, <laughs> let's uh, I don't know do uh, take a lot uh, a lot more of work uh, without uh, being able then to uh, guarantee them uh, a future in the company. So yeah, we uh, we always said that a team member when we really needed, uh, trying to make him or her part of of the team for real. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Um, and and as you guys kind of grow, I think I mean a lot of people, especially like in the business kind of entrepreneur side of things, talk a lot about um, I don't know, like crafting a company culture um and, and it's one of those things that you have to kind of be be mindful of do you guys have any maybe um kind of fun creative habits or or kind of culture uh related things that you guys do on a consistent basis with your team yeah sure absolutely yeah we, we have we have a, a few of them uh, like for example one re really stupid thing but it's it's pretty working pretty well i think it's like we we eat together basically all the week so we eat together oh, wow. four days a week as a team yeah we as i mentioned we were starting the business in our uh, home in our apartment me, me and elenia's apartment uh, and so we now we, we are not anymore fortunately <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we kept that the aspect of, of having a kitchen uh, in the studio and so cooking um uh, and eating together yeah and we also have a, a pizza day of course we are we are italian <laughs> you must eat pizza at least one, once you per must. <laughs> and uh, instead for example we we also have um like um, we are we are running a, a creative talk uh, each week uh, and wow. every team member uh, a, a different team member each time uh, brings on a, a small talk, like a 30-minute talk on, on Friday. And he, he, so he, he has to prepare a presentation and, and give it in front of, uh, of, of the other people, but also uh, has to bring... Can, uh, has to be, has to bring um, sorry. Pastries, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but also has to, has to bring pastries. So that basically <laughs> we, we, we will uh, eat yeah, together. We always <laughs> talking about food. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a way to stay together. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm very proud about creative talk. It's something that at the beginning, maybe when you are five or six, uh, you are saying, uh, okay, we are six people, we are really doing uh, a creative talk like uh, we did uh, at the TED. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah it's it, it's important to practice your uh, uh, your ability to talk with other people and maybe also share something beyond projects. So sometimes we talk about uh, uh, something more related to our uh, work, uh, for example, about cell animation. But sometimes we work mm. about more futuristic stuff like artificial intelligence, and uh, sometimes we also talk and taste some good beers. So yeah, it's something that wow. we really love. And and that another thing is that it's pretty. <laughs> I think I don't know if it's pretty unique, but it's something that uh, yeah uh, I really uh, appreciate is that uh, every two weeks uh, we change our desks, so oh. uh, everyone is the chance to work and relate with different team members over time, and uh, it's a way to spend time with different people and uh, arrange our uh, physical positions in function of the project. So we move. Uh, I love that. Yeah. That's great. One last thing is that, um, and which I think is very creative related, and it's I think it's really important, uh, is that the fact that we have a private group uh, on Facebook um, for for our just our team members, and it, mm -hmm. it's the place where we share all our uh, inspiration videos uh, or anything related to to what we love uh, or maybe to a specific project. So that it's it's a, I think it's a, it's a great way for the whole team uh, to. Um, to be uh, always up to date with with what other people are, are liking, and so to like sort of forming um, a global uh, creative culture uh, um, throughout the whole team, and it's also a, a great way because you 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 basically learn about what other people like, and so also from a point of view of managing the work and and deciding who's doing uh, what in, in in the following week, is it, a great way to to know that that person wants to develop his skills in, in that direction. So this has, this has been pretty helpful, I think. Ah, oh, man, that's, those are some great ideas. We might have to do starts in some of that at IV. I think that's, yeah, I love all that. Um, so when, when you guys get a new project or, or you kind of get a new, I don't know, let's say you've gotten a job um, and, and it comes time to kind of start brainstorming and do, do pre-production and come up with the idea. Is that something that you you both do together and then bring bring the team on after the idea is formed or or what does the ideation process look like at illo yeah so uh, usually me and luca take care of the conception but of course we work with the uh, other member of, uh, of the teams but uh, yeah i think that uh, almost every project is uh, uh, conceived by me and luca uh, but uh, yeah uh, of course we we also like to to talk and discuss with the animator and illustrators that uh, then are going to work on the project and uh, yeah usually uh, we start uh, in a i don't know if it's a classic or not but uh, yeah we, we start discussing about the script we usually uh, uh, write the the script and the storytelling for every video we do so we also cover the that, that part and so this is the first uh, part of, uh, of our process then we work uh, together to do some uh, visual mood boards uh, or even animation mood boards then we work uh, at the storyboard so yeah usually uh, me and Luca works uh, until like the storyboard is signed off by the client and then oh, of wow. course uh, I, I work uh, with, with the team to 
to do the illustrations and the animation process or maybe the, the live action footage. And uh, yeah, but sometimes uh, we had, uh, you know, when we start suffering the blank page syndrome after having read <laughs> a particular brief, we have uh, like a pretty exotic uh, habit that we oh. call uh, Swedish brainstorming. Uh, you said Swedish? Not, Swedish it, brainstorming? Yeah. It, All right. We call it in this way because uh, uh, a very good Swedish motion designer, Oscar Peterson, that did his uh, internship at our studio a few years ago, and now uh, has opened his uh, own studio that has a Swedish name. Luca, maybe you... Tengreska. Uh, Tengreska, okay. Oh. <laughs> but, All right. Yeah. So I'll it have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's, it's yeah, very good. It's really good. Yeah, but so he taught us uh, uh, this technique from his experience at Hyperion School. And uh, yeah, so you have five or six people around the table. Each person has to write uh, two really random words uh, in two different post-it. And then uh, you put uh, all the post-it together and then you have to pick randomly two papers. So you are going to pick a super strange word that have no <laughs> connection, <laughs> any connection between them. But you have to conceive a creative idea since these two words. And so I, I don't think this is a, a good method to have a, a complete idea that you can uh, uh, present to a client, but it's a very good way uh, to start up things and like to, to, to have some uh, uh, unconventional ideas. So yeah, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like that. <laughs> what was that? The, what did you say? The Swedish? The Swedish? We that? call it the Swedish brainstorming. Swedish yeah, brainstorm. All right. Just because, just because uh, 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 as we, as, as we, uh, yeah, sorry. Just because as, as we, I can, can, I can say it for yeah. you. A Swedish guy <laughs> taught us. So as you, as you guys have grown and, and um, as you know, you, you, I'm sure you have, you have more bandwidth now to take on more clients, uh, more projects coming in the door. Um, have you guys still found time to be a, like hands on in the creative process or you, have you become more directors and a bit more of a, a manager role? Because um, I, I know personally, you know, I, I, I really love creating. I love designing and animating, but um, I find that I can sometimes hold my team back if I get too involved in, in certain areas. Have you guys kind of struggled with that balance at all? Yeah, I think that uh, especially as a creative couple, uh, at the beginning, uh, you, are, you are a bit jealous of uh, uh, giving your work to someone else. <laughs> so even yeah. if it's people that you uh, really appreciate, you really trust, uh, and you really love their work, but uh, you always say, uh, okay, I would maybe... A little bit differently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. You, at the beginning, I think that you have this problem, but finally, uh, over time, you understand that uh, probably this doesn't mean that you are having uh, a bad result. Probably when you learn uh, acting really as a team, uh, so... It's not uh, I'm taking more work uh, and I'm doing this while you are doing something else, but really acting as a team, I think that you can deliver better results. And uh, so I think that our role is not probably anymore or not uh, every day putting keyframes one after the others, but it's more work of direction uh, and concepting uh, and of course hiring the best people to work with. So mm -hmm. sometimes we still we still love to design and animate. For example, of the Bloomberg Olympics work we uh, was mainly designed by, by me and Luca, designed and animated. And animated by me, yeah. yeah. 
and uh, it was a good experience because it uh, reminded us uh, the good, all good times when we used to work side by side <laughs> in our first yeah. uh, super small studio. So it was a super nice experience. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, uh, the animal we we designed and animate today was uh, really a nice experience. So sometimes, uh, maybe even during weekends, uh, we do super small projects, uh, or, or maybe sometimes even for commercial projects we do. But yeah, of course, it's probably for me 20% of my time. Uh, and for Luca, yeah, it's 10, 10 or 20, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's probably um, maybe yeah, twenty thirty percent uh, animating and 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 of course uh, also I, I'm, I'm yeah I'm involved in the creative in the creative process when it's when it comes to the script like I'm the copywriter of of the studio and so that's uh, a little bit what I what I keep doing uh, in, in in the in the really end zone uh, uh, part of the work but yeah of course the the rest is. Uh, Pitches and managing clients, and uh, of course, uh, bringing new, 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 new work that is interesting for for everybody. So, uh, mm. and hiring people, of course, that that also has a, a lot of uh, impact on the on the time. Yeah. So, as a studio, do you guys have any specific goals that you set out to achieve with every projects, or or even I guess when you get to the end of a project, do you guys do any like kind of evaluations to decide like you know what did we do well or or what could have been better and um do you define in any way like the difference between like you know this is a good project but this is a, a really great project something that we're really proud of yeah i don't know could you speak to to all that for a minute yeah yeah sure okay go ahead <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, so oh, I think that uh, uh, the things that uh, um, let us uh, uh, increase our uh, quality of work is always maybe compare our work with other international players. So since the beginnings is something uh, we did and we are still doing, and it's really important to, so, to compare our work with, uh, with other great uh, studios uh, and motion designers. Yeah. And uh, instead about the good and great thing, uh, I think that uh, good is when you don't have anything you could be ashamed of. That is already <laughs> a good result, so it's, it's not bad. But great is when you're proud of every single scene uh, of your video. Uh, so, yeah, I think that the difference uh, from starting from a good video to a great video is uh, uh, usually uh, maybe uh, discuss some initial choices uh, or execution that look at oh, fine or even very beautiful, but that in the end don't work fine uh, in, the, in the final context. So, yeah, I think that uh, Sometimes is you know that it's hard to say and even to accept. And I'm talking probably mm. for my animators and illustrators. Uh, let's get the rig of the scene after having spent like four days on it between design and animation. But I think that if the video is going to be globally better with this choice, uh, is the choice that has to be made. So I think that in a world uh, to go from good to great, uh, uh, it's just about uh, don't be afraid to discuss yourself. Yeah, and Ilenia is known in the studio <laughs> for, for, for being uh, as a little version of her, her name, uh, which is Ileno. Because of, yeah. of our, so my name is really long, so I use it yeah. a shorter but version. Basically, basically, we used to say that that no is isn't actually about uh, her name. Is actually because she says no to anything. So, but of course, <laughs> it's not true completely. But it has, has some some sort of reality behind that. <laughs> That's funny. 
So, I, I mean, you guys have such a, I don't know, it seems to me like you guys have a, like a really just well-refined design-driven uh, style with some some simple illustration and some, some really bold color choices. Do you guys um, ever have a conversation about like a certain style that you guys wanted to go for or wanted to be? Um because obviously there there are lots of different elements to to your your style I guess. I don't know is is this is this a conversation that you guys find yourself having a lot? Yeah, I think that is a conversation that we keep doing every day uh, in our uh, secret uh, group that uh, Luca yeah. was was talking about. And uh, yeah, of course uh, uh the trend of designs uh, change uh, every day change over time so we had uh, a big uh, yeah. uh, flat design uh, period uh, that probably is uh, is now finishing a little bit or like transforming itself so maybe uh, now we are seeing more texture more uh, complex technique uh, but for example i'm i'm really um, proud of something that we introduced since uh, like probably one year and it's uh, uh, I think a nice connection between uh, our initial flat work and uh, something that we are doing now and uh, we used to call it uh, the fake 3D <laughs> or oh, 2.5D so yeah, we try to use uh, always using After Effects uh, and some geometric shapes uh, and minimalism in uh, uh, conceiving the illustrations. We try to use uh, to add some depth to, to our work uh, and more uh, uh, rotations uh, in the space. And uh, even we are trying right now to uh, use more fluid and organic shapes. Uh, uh, we are playing a lot with positive and negative spaces that work really well in animation. So. Uh, every, every day, I think, and maybe over time, I know, probably uh, every every month, we, we, we me and Luca talk together about this aspect, uh, yeah. where we are going. So maybe on uh, both on a, uh, an artistic point of view, uh, also on a financial point of view, because we are a company, and uh, of course we have to to, to stay profitable. Uh, but yeah, we we uh, we always take time uh, every month to to talk about uh, Illo. Yeah, and 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 also as I men as mentioned is, and also as Elena mentioned, um, yeah, the Facebook group is really important in into this process because it basically it, it really allows us to to have an idea of where. Not, not just us. It would be stupid to 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 like impose a, a change in direction. But uh, it's also uh, it, the Facebook group makes it very mo much more much more democratic. Um, mm, yeah. So so that we know also where other where, where the other illustrators uh, are willing the studio to go, and so it, so that it's a little bit of a uh, of a company choice, but not not directly made by ourselves. Of course, we influence it quite a lot. But <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that uh, uh, as long as we um, are consistent with uh, our uh, main aspect of our brand identity, uh, I mean, in, that you can see in our work, so I think that uh, it's about clarity, it's about motion, it's about geometries and colorfulness. We can play with different styles, technique, uh, uh, but of course uh, we, we have like some aspect that we, uh, that must be present in uh, in every project and these probably are uh, the the main aspect that even if we are doing i don't know a cell animation videos we, we are going to use a uh, uh, simple style of illustrations uh, and bright colors uh, and uh, uh, a clear storytelling so 
Well, I mean, where you, you kind of mentioned like talking about like where you guys are going in the future. Do you guys have any any plans to venture out into, um, I don't know, maybe any any new styles or, or new new types of, of video work? Yeah, so oh, beyond the uh, Algo, that is going to be one of our uh, uh, main projects, uh, I think, for the following years or at least uh, I hope it, uh, yeah. we are also trying to put uh, our style of illustration uh, in the live action footage. Very so, cool. yeah, we are, we, we are trying to put uh, the, uh, the minimalism and the colorfulness of our illustration in the real world. So we are uh, uh, creating props uh, instead of uh, digital vectors, but uh, oh, wow. it's still fun. Yeah, so yeah, very we are, cool. <laughs> we are spraying keyboards, yeah. uh, doing uh, crafting paper. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like... The process of generalizing like an object, like a, a bottle of wine and, and, and having to represent it w without its own branding, but, but making it the concept of a bottle of wine and, and not just one single bottle of wine, it's a, bit, a little bit the same in both illustration and, and, and this kind of technique. So it's, uh, this is really, I think, interesting. And of course, there are a lot of studios that are really specializing into this, but we are trying to, uh, like be, uh, to follow, follow this path. And we, we think this is uh, something that is working every day a little bit more. So yeah. definitely cool. a trend, I think. Yeah, uh, as I told you before, uh, so as long as we, we can stay consistent with with uh, colors, with shapes, and with storytelling, uh, uh, we can be ill uh, both on motion graphics uh, and both on uh, live action footage, both on algo. So, um, uh, yeah, we try to, we try try to yeah, so, some new things. Yeah. So, I wonder if you, you could speak to this at all. I think sometimes something that can be really challenging is kind of branching out. Um, into something new, not not only in in the you know the creative difficulties of it, but also just um, pitching to your client, right? Like like saying like, well, you know, we don't necessarily have anything like this right now, uh, but we will, and we know we can do it. Like, how do you kind of convince a client that like you know you should take a chance on this? You should you know we can do this. Here's our vision. Um, how do you guys go about um, pitching something brand new to a client that maybe you haven't done before? I think that this is a, a process, especially in Italy, which is pretty, it, it's not so complex because uh, I think the clients, especially in Italy, maybe they are a, a little bit smaller and they have maybe smaller budgets, but um, I think that they are open to, they, they, they trust you quite a lot. Uh, and oh, wow. this, That's this great. Is a, a positive aspect. Uh, of course, like we work also with, with international clients. Uh, and of course, like the, the major rules is, pro is, is probably um, the fact that if you have a good piece of, of, of video uh, in, 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 in that specific style in your portfolio, uh, clients are going to ask you more about that. And so the, the best yep. way to, <laughs> to, to do more of, of, of set design stuff is, is to put more set design stuff in your, in your portfolio. But um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, that our, our specific location helped us, especially maybe at the beginning to... to yeah. Basically, yeah. people people trusted us even if we were just yeah. And I think also that by working with startups, so probably yeah. companies that are less established than big corporations, you have the chance to experiment more and then maybe propose these to bigger corporations. So yeah, I think that also working with startups was a big thing for us. 
yeah, yeah. We we love technology, and uh, you you can you can say it from from even from our studies. So we we always have this uh, really close approach to technology, and we we love to. We we, we don't just we, we didn't jump on, on the on the train of uh, explanatory videos, but we really. We really, want, we really wanted to help uh, technology companies to explain what what's cool about them and and, and, and what's the what, what's the process behind them and, and why users should should download their app or whatever. Yeah. So, Luca, I understand that you spend a lot of your time specifically pitching and and working to get new clients. Um, are there any like specific processes that you have uh, to consistently keep work coming in? Um, how do you guys end up finding most of your your new clients, or are they just calling you up? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely one 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 of my roles, and. Uh, like after the years, probably we are fortunate enough to to have a um, a good number of clients that contact us all on, on on their own. So it's uh, of course we yeah. have a, a flow of of clients coming, uh, especially the startups. Uh, but yeah, of course, like from time to time, we try to um, really just simply maybe cold cold emailing uh, the companies that we we love. Uh, the most oh, wow. in that moment so yeah uh, it's not about anything automated in this case is is not uh, that there's no ma- magic trick but it's simply like uh, maybe taking a couple of hours and and trying to see w- what's the the problem that probably that company is facing and trying to uh, say hey we are illo and uh, this could be something that, that that could be cool to do to, to be done together and so and this uh, incredibly works uh, like not not every time of course yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> works a lot because um, yeah if you really Send send some some important. It, it's like when sending a CV. You you, you don't want to send just the, uh, the the email in 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 CC with every company you you want to, to send it to. <laughs> you, you you want to do it with uh, of course with uh, with a lot of customization and and showing that you really care about working yeah. with that company and of course. Uh, and usually when we we send an email when, when we contact directly a company it's really because we really love love to to work with that company yeah. so yeah if, if they say yes it's something really really fantastic yeah that, that's yeah. awesome of course like we we, we don't do that uh, all the time but when yeah. when we do it it's uh, and and when it happens that they that they reply and that they're willing to work with us it's uh, it's awesome of course and in, in other cases like for example for for bloomberg uh like a, a bunch of people asked, asked us um, how they got in touch with us being a, an Italian company and uh, and not, not not being yet in in the US uh, full time. So basically, um, w- what happened there is that they they tried one of, of their team members tried to uh, contact one of our animators, uh, trying proposing uh, to hire her. Uh, oh wow! So, but he did this on 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 our our main uh, studio email. I don't know why. <laughs> so it, it was. It wasn't probably uh, going to be so successful in in in, uh, in Iringer, but we, we mentioned okay, this person is working with us. So, but uh, you know, we are a studio. We can work with you. Uh, and, and basically, is how the process uh, started with Bloomberg. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. I feel like yeah, some clients just come at you in the weirdest ways, but that's <laughs> yeah. awesome, and it, and it turned out incredible. So. That's great. Yeah, and and also the email he was he was sending the email from was like his personal one, so it was super strange email. 
so I'll always check your spam folder. Always. <laughs> always. Ah, I need to go do that right now. Um, so I mean, you've you've guys you guys have what about four years of of studio running experience under your belt. Um, is there anything that you maybe wish that you had known when you started out, or anything that you maybe wished um, that you could have done differently or maybe a, a word of, of warning to those out there trying to start their own studios, um, maybe some get started tips? Yeah, uh, I think that uh, we we started quite young with uh, our studio because, yeah, we were like 25, 26. And uh, we didn't have any experience in a design studio before ours. So, yeah, uh, we, we worked uh, in, uh, like, big companies as uh, small interns uh, or maybe in advertising agencies. I worked as an interaction designer in a research center that was, like, 50, 70 people, so pretty big. So I think that sometimes when we started with the studio, we reinvented the wheel. But uh, I think that this enabled us to create something unique without uh, any prejudice about how things should be done by a design studio. So we, we, we had this freedom. And uh, yeah, so probably have more experience uh, of uh, what, you, what you do will speed up some processes. But uh, at the end, I think that uh, it has been a very good experience. And uh, instead, yeah, we, we were talking with Luca today about uh, yeah, the, the very beginning. And uh, at the very beginning, uh, from a technical point of view, we didn't know that we could import Illustrator file in After Effects. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't know how to trim paths. So this was almost the Stone Age, of course. But uh, <laughs> it was the problem of uh, newbie self-made motion designers. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> everyone listening uh, uh, this podcast, uh, yes, you can import uh, Illustrator file in After Effects <laughs> and you can do trim paths. <laughs> so helpful. <laughs> so uh, um, we're kind of run, running short on time, but one, one last thing that, I also try and like to ask almost everybody that comes on is, uh, is there anything that you guys feel like you're learning right now? Uh, anything that's, um, I don't know whether it's in, is related to, to art, to animation, illustration, or even just running a business. Um, yeah. What are you guys learning? Yeah. So, uh, I, I think that, uh, right now, at least for me is, uh, um, being able and better and better be able to lead a team of creatives and uh, I think that uh, another thing that uh, I put a lot of effort in uh, is uh, make our work stay relevant even after years on the pitch. So I think this is uh, uh, the things I'm focusing more on. And uh, yeah, in this period, I, I've also started uh, uh, teaching as a digital animation professor in a high oh, wow. school here That's in Italy. Cool. So it's a way for me to travel again through our our first steps, including uh, importing file <laughs> from Illustrator <laughs> and After Effects and Trimpads. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I have uh, like a new chance to learn again what I'm teaching. So I'll like uh, uh, revise some uh, some concepts. So it's uh, it's really interesting. But yeah, of course uh, I'm more focused uh, from a, a really uh, learning point of view uh, on uh, direction and uh, maybe on running a studio so this is 
probably yeah. the aspect I'm more for what on. for what concerns me uh, I'm I'm really interested in uh, getting better and, and learning how to code even more so that that's what I uh, I try to do when when I have like a, a free weekend and, and try to to play with 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 some of the all all the amazing instruments that now uh, just in your browser help you uh, understand how to code and uh, and something also that interests me a lot is all, all the uh, innovation that are happening in in the video uh, field, especially with with live video or uh, with 360. So I'm I'm really much yeah. in, into that direction. Yeah, we, we are going to um, um, talk uh, uh, in uh, Rome, like uh, in a few weeks, and uh, yeah, so we're we're going to talk uh, uh, about uh, um, something we are uh, start to perceive now uh, about the presence of. Uh, uh, time-driven uh, uh, videos, so the video as we normally uh, we, we normally watch them uh, yeah, uh, in television or the cinema, uh, and then uh, space-driven videos, so like more uh, augmented reality on or virtual reality or 360 videos, or even GIF, we say GIF, but of course we can also <laughs> GIF, yeah, GIF yeah, yeah. <laughs> our engineering background uh, uh, <laughs> Let us to say GIF because the founder of uh, this graphic <laughs> format uh, said GIF. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, so, yeah. All right, taking it back to the founder. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but so we are even uh, in our uh, learning process uh, is still uh, is is thinking what's the next thing for uh, for video. So uh, our thesis, uh, our degree thesis was about stereoscopy. It was the avatar uh, good times, so we really uh, we even produced some uh, uh, 3D uh, stereoscopic videos. So yeah, it was. But yeah, uh, after and by some 3D, times, we win with those fancy red and blue glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's or cool. Even. <laughs> but, yeah, but we we ended up didn't not making any of those for yeah. for, for, for any client basically. And so it was really important for us to be fast enough to change our focus, not on uh, maybe on uh, on stereoscopic videos, but more on motion design. So it's always important for us and for us as a company uh, to um, forecast what's next uh, in uh, in this field. So yeah, we are uh, studying a lot on this. Wow. You guys are you guys got a lot going on. <laughs> Thank you. It's gonna yeah, the future's bright. I'm excited to see where you guys go. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Well, uh we, we try to end each episode with the same few questions. So the first, uh getting right to it, who is your dream client? Hmm. Uh yeah, I, I would love to work uh, with some uh, fashion brands. But oh, nice. I'm a, a lady, so maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we are actually we are a lot of ladies in, in, in the team. Uh, like we, we we male ones, we we, we are um, uh, really a, a minority. <laughs> so a fashion brand, I, I could I could see a potential fit with a <laughs> with a fashion brand. Yeah, or maybe let's say like Google or Facebook. Uh, if you are hearing us, uh, hire us. <laughs> yes, please yeah, do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question, your favorite animated film? I like like feature film or j just any video. And uh, I mean, I feel like most people say feature films, but I guess it could be any okay. video. Okay, okay. Well, from I I think that um Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs was yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, I say the same. <laughs> because really? it reminds I've, I've us like the university time. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's from I can I think it's from Sony Imageworks. It's uh, the the it was Piovono Polpette in Italian. And it's <laughs> cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yeah, it's it's oh. a pretty pretty nice one. All right. Uh, ne- next question is: What do the people you love think that you do for a living? So obviously, you two know e- what each other does for a living. But um, I don't know, maybe like your parents or grandparents. Uh, yeah, I think that my parents now um, understood that we are doing videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably they think that we are doing. Uh, like more TV commercials uh, instead, probably we're more. Or at least they would love. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> maybe it's what they're telling to other relatives. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I think maybe um, yeah, my grandparents uh, uh, didn't get what uh, we are doing, and they're probably uh, quite worried because we are also a couple, and uh, so they don't understand how what we do for a living <laughs> and they suggest us to find a, a real job but <laughs> about that yeah i think that uh, uh yeah everyone consider us uh, in between uh, uh entrepreneurs and designers so yeah i have a lot of fun when i try to to, uh, to tell my parents or or anyone basically even my friends at the same age uh, about the algo stuff so yeah the, the automatic yeah, the algo is really <laughs> impossible I'm, it's, it's really like me going on for like 30 minutes and Elena, in, in, and Elena then saying okay you, you should stop him uh, just, just stop. <laughs> and probably you did, you did the same in this interview <laughs> No, please. I, I would I would love I would talk about algo for like days. I love that stuff. All right, last question. What animal did you choose for your animalator and why? Yeah, so at the beginning we, we wanted to, to do something a little bit stylish or a little bit minimal geometric because when we don't do commercial projects, uh, me and Luca like to like design and animate like some more abstract shape. So we we think about a token. It, it, I think it's hmm. the name in English. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it sounded a little bit mm, like boring. So we we had our dog that is Pinguino, literally penguin, so already a shop <laughs> of two animals, uh, dressed up as a token. So you're going to see that uh, it's like Pinguino with a uh, uh, beak. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So. He's a French bulldog uh, yeah. and, and basically he wears <laughs> a, 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 a token uh, head, basically. <laughs> wow. That sounds, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see it. Um, well, Luca, Elenia, thanks so much for, for coming on the show. It was great to have you. Thank you, Zach. Thanks to you. Thanks for having us. Animalators is part of the Gradient Podcast Network and created in collaboration between Identity Visuals and Gradient. To learn more about the work we're doing at Identity Visuals, check out identityvisuals.com or follow us on Twitter at Identity Visuals. To find out more about ILO, you can head to their website, illo.tv. And if you'd like to know more specifically about Algo, you'll find it at algo.illo.tv. That's A-L-G-O dot The theme music to the show was written and produced by Cody Fry. Check out more of his work at codyfry.com. 
And don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, or you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, YouTube, really anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're into this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review or drop us a note. We always love getting your feedback. And when you leave us a review on iTunes, it helps other animators find this podcast too. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to be back in a couple weeks for another episode of Animalators. Curious conversations for the world of animation.